0: what's good everybody it's your man big dom host of the true players podcast hitting you with the upfront blatantly honest in your face no punches held opinions on sports current events relationships and many other topics along the way check out this next episode of my podcast
1: Then I won't stop till both these squirrels get they nuts, hey huh. you know it's good when we freak in King size squeak in after I ease in If you was with me, baby, 24-7 Best believe that every single day would be a sweet day Huh, curry sweeter than a cheesecake If you want beef prophecy would be a beef cake i make love to you till you fall asleep Leave you with sweet dreams between the sheets Was the night before that night? I was born on that day, but not last night Once upon a time, I had my cat What's good, everybody? It's
0: your man Big Dom coming live, natural the True Players podcast episode. It's a very special episode tonight, people. It's the five-year anniversary episode. I got my my guys, Mars from Down to Den, um podcast. We got Joey G. As you know, he's always been my always on the podcast with me. Um, big times uh, come comes comes a long way. Five years has been a long way. I remember we started audio. the audio was just me solo. My first episode, I was I was freaking crying about the Mets. <laughs> and now we're on video. We, we got met up with new new podcast brothers and stuff like that, like Mars and Live Neutral, Mama Plus 3. Um, shout out to all my brother, Ricky Brown. Where, how, we just want to make sure you're doing well. Hope to have you back on the podcast. But before I continue, let me start off with uh, Mars.
1: Yes, sir, man. Happy five-year anniversary to you gentlemen, man. It's been a blast. Uh, being a guest, uh, a returning guest, and I'm just here to celebrate your five years and salute the Kings, man. I'm happy to be here. Shout out to all the Den mates and friends of the Den uh, that are tuning in over on Facebook. We're somehow uh, casting on Facebook and over there on Twitter. So we thank you guys for tuning in, man. Let's get it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Joey G. Oh, me. Me. Yes, sir. I- I'm pouring a drink right now. Hold on. <laughs> okay, okay yeah, we, we, we're a whole hold wave white pause to drink, you know. You nah. can't, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, I'm
2: to throw a little jokes in there. Beer Convo and Family is, is on my end, of, my end of the stream. But here, you know me as Joey G, your co host on the True Players podcast. Five years, what can I tell you right now? Five years of maturity, five years of growth, five years of. Navigating this podcast world and meeting awesome people along the way, having intimate conversations that not only are on the podcast, but they transcend outside of the podcast somewhere. And I'm actually having conversations with other people, it engages in different things. So I'm thankful. To be a part of the podcast, it's opened me up as far as having conversations, because before you would catch me in the back of the room with uh, a beer or a drink, and I'd just be looking at people in the back of the room like, hmm, I don't know if I want to talk to them. But we here. We've gotten to a place where we're uh, able to talk, able to speak, able to conversate, able to add to and take away from the conversation, so we look forward to doing more and more.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Let's get let's get straight to the questions. I got a question for you, Joe. Uh, how how did this podcast impact you positively? How did it? Um, some we spoke offline. We spoke about how it, it helps you through some dark moments in your life. How did the mm-hmm. podcast help you? Um, first, um, get over your fears or your shyness of getting on the camera mm-hmm. and have people hear you speak, and and help you personally to make you a better father, husband, um, brother relative, how do, how, do that, how do the pockets help you?
2: Well, first, they say communication, communication is the key to any relationship, whether it be a friendship, relationship, marriage, it's key. Um, I'm not, I was never one to engage in conversation unless you asked me a question. I was comfortable with you and we got along and then I would have the conversations with you behind the scenes. Me and you have talked behind the scenes, in the car, various conversations. It's like, damn, I didn't know this dude talked so much. When's he gonna shut up? That type of conversation. <laughs> um, I wanted to take that because I knew I had value in conversation and display it for other people. I was talking about it earlier My children will never know me for me unless they have a record to see for themselves who I am. They have to rely on other people to tell them who I am. They won't know how dad thinks. They won't know how dad uh, navigates situations, how he processes things, anything like that. Even my wife. My wife was surprised in the beginning. She was like, I didn't know you even had that side of you in you like you're like a totally different person i said no it's the same person it's just i need to get this out i hold a lot of stuff in i'm a i'm i'm one of those people that hold a lot of conversations into myself because not everybody wants to hear it i'm i'm a realist when it comes to that like who the fuck are you (laughs) that type like i know it sounds negative but not the average person is going to stop on the street and then just going to, oh, I have time for him today. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the podcast was a way for people who are interested in the conversations to engage and to get to know me. My, my children will get to know me. My family, family will get to know me. And I'll have a record from the person they met me as to the person I became when it's all said and done. And they'll see the transition. I'm not going to have the same views from when we started. So wherever we're going in the future, I may change my views when it comes to certain things, as far, especially with politics and my views towards uh, politicians, those in office and things of that nature. But it's a growth experience. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a journey. You're on my life's journey right now. You're part of that. Just by being a part of the podcast, you're a part of the the life journey with not just me, but my co-host, my guests, my host. This, this is what I'm about. This is why I wanted to bring it forth as far as the podcast was concerned. Uh, concern. um, we talked about this in 2009 when we were just trying to do a radio station. The people that we wanted to be a part of the show, the people that we reached out to. We saw something in them that they could have brought value to the show and display that because how we viewed them, the world need to see that because not everybody has that point of view and it's unique. You're a beautiful person that we know. We want to introduce you to the world. That's why we brought you to the show, not to show uh, negativity or anything like that. That's the reason why we brought you to the show. We want to see those diamonds shine because Back in the day when we were going to schools, we felt it. Like, yo, these people, they have something in them. We may be behind the scenes when it came to high school and in school when we were younger, but we always seen the diamonds in the rough. We always seen that. Always. I could go to a, <laughs> he, I could go to a strip club right now, and I could tell you the diamonds in the rough. That's what type of person I am. I'll walk in and I'll see the diamonds in the rough. Who should be there? Making the career? <laughs> and who should cut that career short and start going in a different direction?
1: <laughs>
2: or, start, or just start making plans? But that's all I got for you for that question right there.
1: about <laughs> the in the strip club, though? We
2: appreciate it. <laughs> Hey, that was the beginning of the thought process. Let me tell you. <laughs>
1: Shout out to the line. I was like, "You still here?" You go to a oh. city you haven't been there in ten years, and she's still there. I'm like strawberries? That you? Oh man, that's crazy.
2: There's a dude at the bar with his hat next to him and his drink in his hand. That dude, I want to salute you. <laughs> you took my spot, bastard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, and I kid you not, know, that was Joey G's position when he came with me to the strip clubs. So I was always the one that was having fun, and he was like, the wing, He was the wingman. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: I'm the, one the one man. I'm. I'm the bar the guy. I'm the bar guy. Let me. For the unfortunate strippers, so I'm like, oh, the one with the limp. <laughs> okay, here you go. I'm. I'm like.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like, make a witch strip club. I'm. I'm looking like, <laughs> <laughs> soft oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys I'll kind of distract trying. my phone is like on the brink of, of losing charge and this is the only thing I have right now. but we'll get through it oh <laughs> we'll get through it
2: it's, hey I, five years it's still it's still early Dom
0: don't worry about it <laughs> listen we supposed to we supposed to have these kinks all worked out already after five years but... let them have it let them have it <laughs> So but long that's what we do. The True Players Podcast is real as it can be. You're going to have some fumbles, going to have people mess up. Hey, you may even have people walk off the show and curse me out. That's what the True Players Podcast is all about. We ain't going to take that out, so keep it in there. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Mars, Steve, I always thank you for your time. I know you're a busy man doing your podcast, your many podcasts. This man got so many spin offs off his dining den studios, many podcasters. In different genres, I'm I kind of like you're like my idol, because I'm trying to expand that my podcast to that as well. But tell me, what what, what you've been in the podcast for three years? How does that how does that help you in your journey, life life's journey?
1: I, I've said the story um, so many times, and I'll say it again. Podcasting literally saved my life. Literally, um, it came to a situation where the pandemic. I started December thirty first, twenty nineteen. I didn't know. That, that new year, the whole world would change. Not only did the whole world change, I went from working in the office and being an office nine-to-five guy, to working at home, sitting in my pajamas for eight hours, uh, marriage fell apart, and I was like really going through a deep depression. And I am um, I was literally sitting in my den in my home, and I was sitting there with my dog on my lap, watching uh, something on TV. I don't recall what I was watching, and I'm just in a deep dark depression and I went back to what really made me happy and being an entertainer entertaining from music to production to drawing just creating you know I always say as a man we can't give birth so we have our ability to give to the world is creating you know be it if you create something with our hands putting a custom car together or giving somebody a dope haircut or you know drawing or making music or whatever it may be that's what we can give to the world we can't produce children in in that way uh, and have our imprint so for me it started similar to you just audio anchor fm shout out to anchor fm for getting a lot of podcasters off the deck it was easy it was free and i just had a cell phone and i was literally looking around and we're going into the new year, and I started doing a top 10 list of my favorite um, music albums of the decade, and from there, it just expanded and expanded, and it gave me a purpose when work was taken away. I'm still working, but I was working remotely, so I didn't have the people there, and I didn't have the office lunch, and I didn't have the... The gym, and when I didn't have all those things, and you just stripped away to the work, you're like, Oh my God, this is my existence. Just in here getting the, the wit cracked on me, it was very, very uh, mentally uh, deflating. And so, podcasting, I tell everybody, it saved my life. And that's no exaggeration, no hyperbo- uh, hyper- uh, hyperbole, no cap, as the young kids say. Uh, it saved my life. And it's not only done that. It's expanded to a community where now I'm giving other people opportunities and I'm producing other people's shows and I'm helping other people um, come to their dreams. So it's just been a blessing. And then working with uh, brothers like yourself and other like-minded artists is is something that, you know, I can't replace. And, and it's been, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I about to say I do it until I'm old and gray, but I'm already there. So I'm just going to, you know, <laughs> continue to do it.
0: <laughs> right. Definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you guys sending us the podcast out. Oh, let me see, five years, I got to give a big shout to to uh, Fairy Child, multi Ego, Tanigo Carthens. She was the reason why I started podcasting. Um, introduced me to Anchor FM, got it started, got it up and running. And, you know, for the first year and a half, it was strictly audio. I believe Joey G joined me about a year in. Mm-hmm. Joey G was like the, the guy that was continuing my podcast. I was like, yo, listen to this podcast. What you think? Him and his wife, Denise. Shout out to Denise. She was on my on my episode for Sacrament of the Marriage Part 2. Shout out to her. She's in New York right now. Hopefully, she's watching the podcast, you know. Um, definitely, definitely. Um, and then, I believe, two years. I think a little bit in two years, we got the video. Shout out to my, my my good friend, my former co-worker, Dr. Sherry Andrews. Stay me, stay me peace, New York. She gave me the motivation. Hey, do video. Start doing video. And from then on, I've been doing video ever since. I got my brother Joey G on video. I got Mars on video on the True Players podcast. We 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 we, we write Game of Thrones episodes and stuff on the podcast. And, and it's funny. I didn't never. We never did a part two to that. You know, we got I mean, this is season six, episode one of season six. You know, so we got a. We're going to tidy up that all as well. Also, big shout out to my girl, Danielle. she been supportive of me since the time I did the podcast. Big shout out to her. Um, also, you know, I saw when I saw this podcast, my mom was alive. And I always envisioned my mother being on this podcast and how hilarious oh, that episode would be with her on the podcast, with her with her Haitian accent and her wisdom, her witty wisdom. You know, she was very witty and with her wisdom, and she got her point across in a witty way. Never condescending, never talked down to anybody. She just had a way of getting her point across, and you had to catch it. You know, and she made sure you catch it. And, um, like I said, we and I reconnected with my brother, me and Joey, we connected with our brother, Ricky Brown. You know, and those years of him being on the podcast was like, like I told Mars offline, I wish they, I wish you guys met. It, it'd been like yeah. we'd be do we'd be on a podcast four hours for every every podcast episode would be four hours a day, yep. you know. what I'm saying <laughs> that's how real it was. And one of my favorite episodes with Ricky Brown was uh, top ten, uh, top five, top ten lyricists, part yep. to the Ricky Ricky Brown edition, along right. with my, along with my cousin, my brother, Prophecy, right. and Black Rose the originals of the original theme, original theme song of the true class podcast, which because of YouTube is keeps on flagging it and removing my episodes because of that song, because it came from the song of we going to make it by Jay kiss. I couldn't use the intro, but it, it was had it to had a nice, nice ball, you know, prophecy did this thing with the lyrics and so did black rose. Yeah. You, no one did hear the full song off that beat. And I would I love did. to play it. I did more. I know you did, but Mars has it. It This Black Rose had a verse on it too. That was fire as well. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying. So, shout out to them too. Hope they're doing well. I I was kind of hoping to be on the podcast as well, but you know, another time, another time. The podcast ain't going nowhere. We're here for life. And also, Mm -hmm. I was hoping to introduce Riss, the the new part-time co-host on the podcast. Riss, where you at? We're waiting for you to jump on. And um also we're gonna go back to Fairy Child too, Mr. Tanique. Well, we she was talking about oh, I was gonna introduce you to the podcast, so I was like, Wait, where are you at right now? You don't have to be on the podcast for long. Just come in, show your face five minutes, ten minutes, and then go about your business. But you're not here. It's okay though. <laughs> it's okay though. Much love. We're gonna we definitely gonna get, get together and do an episode together. We know meet her, we're gonna talk we're talking about doing entrepreneurship. She's a big entrepreneur, she has two businesses. Burn the Shades Apparel, um, Fairy Child Cosmetics, and she's also a podcaster as well. So she she has a lot going on, you know. I'm not going to tell you her whole entire story. Let her come on the show and do the podcast with me. We we'll talk. We'll get the whole full circle from, uh, from, from her. All right. So now, next question for you guys. Um, I think I asked this question on previous podcast with the both of you, but how how important is it, how important is it for us to come together as podcasts
1: and bounce ideas with each other.
0: Whoever wants to go first.
1: Um, I I think it's essential. Um, I, I think it's essential because we are our own resources. I always tell people six degrees of separation. You can pretty much link anybody in this world to each other in six degrees or less. So when you think about that, our outreach is far greater than we even realize. We might have a cousin that's related to somebody who is the head of CNBC. And that's, you know, they see your podcast. You never know what opportunity is knocking at your door. So by expanding your network, you're expanding each shot for your opportunity of greater success. So not only that, um, somebody may have the experience In five years that I don't have the three years that you could say, "Hey Mars, you know, you may want to look at this because this can have this effect. You may want to avoid doing that." I am not a person that uh, shies constructive criticism away. I want all the feedback because it's only going to make me better. And sometimes you can learn just by osmosis. Uh, I remember the brother live neutral you were talking about, and I was on his show. And I saw his merch line that alone inspired me to do my DITV merch. So, not only is that another stream of revenue, that's something I can give to guests or they can rep the brand just by osmosis. Watching him, uh, you guys with your production value and Stringyard and what Joey G does, and there it motivated me to try a different server because I like the look of that. So, just by osmosis, sometimes. You can learn so much. And I look at it like going to a college. I'm in three years. It takes four years to get a bachelor's degree. So I'm still a junior in this thing as far as I'm concerned. And I've seen so much growth by building that community. And building that community and making people feel valued is the reason that, you know, somebody will drop what they're doing in the dime to come on your show or post that show or market that show or let people know. It's all a part of your growth and bringing people into that community because everybody wants to feel like they're a part of a community. So I think it's essential. I highly recommend it. Get you a mentor, get you somebody that has your interests at heart and rock with that team and build your team. Because you can't win a championship without, without a good team. Yeah, absolutely correct. Absolutely correct.
2: Um, this this venture wouldn't be anything without a team, to be honest with you. You'd be struggling to do it by yourself, stressing yourself, stressing yourself out, and never really putting anything out because you were too critical. <laughs> I say this from experience. Uh, I started the venture back in 2009, but I was doing mostly the engineering part of this, this venture. Um, started with the radio station. It wasn't until I started networking and, and getting my voice out there and talking to other people where things starting to flow. Um, Dom took the took the initiative and dove in the deep end and said, "I'm just gonna start it. I'm gonna start it off. Just this. Just watch me. And um, if you if you feel like you're gonna jump in, jump in." And and we could go from there. Um, Like you said, Mars, um, there's other people that influence you. We watch, we've been watching Nori, Drink Champs. We've been watching all these other podcasts. Like we could do that. Mm -hmm. These guys come from the same schools that we've gone through, you know what I'm saying? We have a different perspective. They have their perspective perspective. But when it comes to the topics, we're all on the same page. We wanna put the information out there. We wanna get responses. We wanna see how to solve certain things. That's a natural instinct for a man to do. He wants to solve a problem. What better way to put the problem on the table and have different points of view try to dissect the same problem? And if we can have females join the table or gender uh, uh, specific join the table, and we can talk about different topics. But it's not going to take one, per- one person can't dictate or one person can't tell somebody else how to feel, how to think, and anything like that. You're all going to have to see a different perspective and just take things from it and hopefully learn from it. If anything, just see the other point of view. That's it. There's nothing forceful. I I think the before I close out, I think the biggest thing for me is I could close my eyes right now and I could remember the barbecues that we've had, the parties that I've been to, and I could see the elders in the corner, The, the women on one side talking with each other, the children in one area, and the men talking. And when they started drinking, there was always a debate, whether it be a football team where they were talking about politics or whatever they were passionate about it always got heated it always got heated but it was respectfully heated i always loved those conversations and i always wanted to be a part of that well here i am here i am i'm willing to have those conversations now we on a different generation right now i want the young people to see the generations that we had before through us, using the technology that we have right now and doing it in a different way. So you understand where we came from and where that came from, the origin of where that came from. That was networking in itself and that was how we critically think and thought through problems and everything like that. What do you think we got our upbringing from? It was from those discussions. <laughs> from those discussions. The love for the teams that we had, the love for the music that we had, it came from those discussions. <laughs> it was an influence type of deal. It could have been the kid passing on the block and listening to the conversation and be like, huh, you know what, I'm gonna try to listen to that. <laughs> but that's how, it, that, that's how it's been, that's how it's always been. I hope that I, I
0: influence that, if anything. Absolutely. We give give a big shout out to keeping up with the Cal Joneses. Thanks for the salute. Um, Keith, thanks for the salute. Definitely Mm -hmm. subscribe to the channel. Um, If you want to jump in the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, you want to jump in the podcast and give your thoughts, definitely the the link is in the chat. Definitely click that link and join the podcast. Don't be shy. We don't bite. We're kind (laughs) of (laughs) handsome.
2: Kind of. (laughs) <laughs> Kinda. Of. We are. We are. We are. I'm, be, I'm being humble.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm being humble. I'm being humble, guys. You got. I'm, I'm an
1: international sex symbol, and that's just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I will pop my collar, but my shirt don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But definitely, you know, the fifth
0: year anniversary, we we, we hit a little glitch, you know, on my end. have to clear that up. So we gotta do a little, we gotta improvise with the glitch, because I promised you guys land o'clock we started at Typical colored people time. We're on color people time, of course. But <laughs> but um definitely so my my next question is. It's gonna my next question is going off the wind What is what is each of you if each of you guys next step as, as far as improvement? What's the next step that you're trying to achieve? What's the next goal you gotta achieve? In this podcast, game, or in life in general,
1: mm. that, that, that's a great question because I, I feel podcasting is going to be a part of my life for the remaining, you know, 60, 70, 80 years I got left. You know, I might be you know a little overconfident with that after that lunch I just had, but hopefully another. <laughs> 60, <70 laughs> years. But, you know, I, I was telling you, gentlemen, offline. You know, I said I want to be Tyler Perry, minus to dress. Um, I, I creating is what I, I feel that I was put on the earth for and I feel we all have a purpose I think we all are intelligently designed and we all have a reason to be here and I think life is figuring out what your reason to be here before that sound clock goes off so you know that's how you win the game and it took me a long time you know I'm, I'm, I'm 42 so we're talking 39 years for me to figure out exactly what I was supposed to be doing And when I look at where I started and where I'm at now in these three years, I can only imagine the next three years, and I'm still a young man. And the next three years, I'm still a young man. I mean, so ultimately, the goal is for DIT, D-Studio, Mars Entertainment to be a one-stop shop. I want to be your Netflix. We're going to have something for everyone. Content seven days a week. And then from there, I want to have essentially my own network. And, you know, YouTube will be eventually where you go to see the highlights, and then you either come into my Patreon, my app. I think that's the next step um, and you to create content and, you know, take these lessons I've learned to bring up people that are hungry, that want to work, that want to be in this media game. I think Draymond Green called it the new media, and I like that. You don't have to be uh, like Ernie uh, from TNT and Dad played baseball to get you into the door. I used to always wonder, how do these people get in the door and it seemed like you either have to be a former athlete or know someone that knows someone. But now with technology, like Joey said, we all have a voice. We've all been into that barbershop where you know someone that was funnier than any stand-up comedian that never got that shot or you know someone that could rap better than any rapper that never got that shot. Well, by building a platform and building that dedicated fan base, I tell people, 8 billion people on the planet, you don't think you can get a million to rock with you? I think you can if you if you put that time and that effort and grind in, you're going to find out that there's a lot of people that have a light mind. And when they see themselves in you, then they'll invest in you and what you're giving. So that's my goal. You know, ultimately, I want to make sure this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life while giving back and also just getting that release of creating. Because for me, that that's what brings me joy. It's not about stacking money. It's not about necessarily being famous. I, I Actually, as I was saying, the goal is I want to get a younger, hipper host in, the, mm-hmm. in a year or two and kind of just step behind the scenes and continue to create. But that's what I see for myself. Right. The next two years, I want to just create my own little Marvel has the MCU. I want to have my own MCU, the Mars Cinematic Universe, where we just have, you want a sports show, we got something. You want to Cooking show, we got something. You want a comedy show, a political show, a music show, or should even kids shows. I'm looking now, you know, creating something for the kids, and just to you creating. That's the goal. Joey
0: uh, G. There's
2: a there's a lot, man. There's a lot. <laughs> there's always something. There's always something. Um, I haven't gotten this far in life and knowing that being stagnant is not the way to go. You have to do something. Um, Doing the podcast is the biggest, biggest thing in my life thus far, other than my family, which is priority. Um, The people that I've met along the way, whether it was in Louisiana, Jacksonville, Texas, <laughs> Georgia, Athens. Um, many people that I, I've seen along the way. There's just like they have talent, and some some are wasted, some are realizing it, and some are utilizing it. Yeah, I've seen that along the way, and it's just like as I get older. I can't do anything but be a a beacon for those people. Watch me do it and follow. We talked about this earlier John, Dom jumped in the pool first I jumped in after, but that's how it usually goes what do i what do I hope to accomplish? I hope to accomplish my my own show successfully with him as a co-host moving forward just as a as another show just as another show not in competition of nothing like that it's just to have an, my own show and be in charge of it to show my leadership skill to show that i i have the same thought process i have the same interview process whatever the case may be so you see my light as far as that's concerned. Are there other ventures I want to do? Yeah. This is this is a start for that. There's pieces of real estate that I'm looking at right now. There's job opportunities and things of that nature. I'm not going to talk too much about it. Because what I know is the people that are not so close to me, I'll help deter that. So, you just got a glimpse. I have things in the, in motion right now that it's in the works. We're getting the education forward, and we're moving forward. It doesn't stop. This this was a, a springboard to open up all these different things. It was an ability to talk to other people, to network with other people. Very fine group of people that I've met. And all in the same mindset. That's the crazy part. When you get to the point in your life where you start attracting people that are in the same mindset and it's like a wave. You have a thought and somebody else says it. And another person looks at you like, we talked about this. I know. That's where I'm at in my life right now. (laughs) That's where I'm at in my life right now. I want my wife to be on board with me. I love her to death, but I want her to on that same wavelength. And sometimes the way she wants to do things and the way I want to do things, we clash. Doesn't take away from the persons that we are. <laughs> it's just, that's a part of marriage. There's a part of growth. We just have to get more comfortable with each other. That's the way I could put it out here on the platform for behind the scenes, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> to the
0: moon, Alice. <laughs> you better be careful not watching this, this this episode.
2: If she could watch. I'm drinking. I can blame it on the alcohol. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's where we at. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. I, I wish, I wish I was able to mend bridges of past, but it is what it is. We all have our own paths to walk. Hopefully, we walk down the same (laughs) point. Hopefully, we walk down the road and meet at a different juncture later in life where we can revisit the conversations we've had before at a different maturity level. Because I know we're not there right now. And I'll wait for that because I still love you. I still love you, regardless of who it is. You know who you are. Still love you. Nothing changed. It's not going to change because I've always stand 10 toes down. Always. I'm still here. My heart is still good, regardless of what we've been through. Our history was a foundation, whether you believe it to be or not. Anybody new in your life doesn't have those receipts. That's why me, been, me and Dom has been rocking for 40 years. It's just that simple. There's other people in my life that, they're not a part of my, my immediate life, but they're still a part of my life because they were in my life. Whether they believe it or not, they're still here. And I think about them and I pray over them. And I ask that they're always protected. I do that because that's how I was raised may have not been my parents or anything like that but that's internally that's how I was raised to believe there's always one person above me that's got me through all these different things and put me in a position to meet all these beautiful people and not for me to judge any of them because we all have our own learning curve that's it it's your life experience is not my life experience I could get frustrated because you're not on my level, but understand that's that's not you. The way they're thinking is not you. You could be mad that they're not thinking like you, but that's not you. They have to go through that. in their way. They'll find a way out of that. If they find a way out of that. When they find a the way out of that. Okay? I know. <laughs> My ex my my daughter's mother she's getting there. She's getting there. I'm proud of her for making making it to where she is now. Different mindset. Hopefully it gets even better than that. That's all I can I I can pray on these people and I can ask just for the best, for them, as I'm working on me. And it's not a slight. No, you got to work on yourself. For anybody younger than me that's watching this right now, you have to work on yourself before you get into a relationship so you can be the best version of yourself to be able to take care of those around you to put you in a position where you can take care of everybody around you. But if you're messed up, you can't do it. And anybody that add, you add on to that and they're not together, you're taking on double the weight. And it's gonna slow you down to the point you're gonna be stagnant and you're not gonna reach where you need to go. That's
1: a gem right there. You need a message. Uh... Uh, <laughs> Listen, if I hard. was if I was on Melon
0: app, I probably would have had a little little clap or something going on. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, what don't saying? worry.
2: Don't worry. The universe is doing that. Listen,
1: <laughs> that part. That, that part right there. That part right, there, that part right there.
2: For well, some reason, Jay Z's Jay Z's is, is is my theme song in the back right now. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Joe.
0: <laughs> definitely, we got definitely Joey G. We got to have a podcast me being you. I'm interviewing you. That probably should be my first podcast of the spinoff. Let's oh, get dude. it. I'm ready.
2: Let's, let's get this. I'm get ready. It's, spinoff. It's, it's been a. It's been a long time coming. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's been a long time coming. I, I like being in the background, but hey, we here now. Let's get it. Five <laughs> years in. Let's get it. Five. Five years <laughs> in.
0: Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Uh, let, me let me just get. Jump in and tell you guys. Like I said, if you guys want to jump in the podcast, the link is in the comments. Hit that link, jump in. If you want to say something, definitely we invite you to come in. But my thing is five years of doing this podcast, and I, I've vented a lot in this podcast about personal things that's going on in my life, like that with certain people, family members, this, that, the other. But I think I think when I did that, I think the message was lost. And Joey G knows understood the mess I was trying to say is that you know, and when I when I make a table, right? When I make a table. Mm-hmm. Everyone's welcome. There's right. no ego. There's no I'm better than you or I did more than you. I do that. No, we all come in here. We're a conglomerate because we all make more money when we're in a conglomerate, right? Not divided. Right, you know what I'm saying? we all try to do better in our lives. Try to be better parents to our children. Try to get better homes. Try to expand and get real estate in different states and area codes. I mean, that's where my mindset has always been at. I just feel that some people were are just comfortable riding instead of being a being the driver. And sure. I guess when I said that, people got offended by that. Um, you know. Nevertheless, I'm still gonna. I, I like being. I like being the driver. I can only be a pastor for so long that I need to get behind the veil again. You know, it's, I don't know if it's control freak with me or not. I don't know what it is. I like, I, <laughs> I like to chill. I like to keep my feet up every once in a while. But, you know, sometimes, but you, the main agenda is to be, be in the driver's seat with everything that you do. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing more of a forefront of doing that. You know, this podcast for me is going to open doors for other 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 businesses that I do, my financial, my financial educational business that I'm doing, you know. Right now, I'm in a crossroads with that because of who I'm going to be rocking with. You know, there is a, there is a threat I could be moving on to something else to, to continue that that, that, that that journey. There is a very big possibility of that happening. But I'm not going to get into too much detail about why it's going to happen because all I'm saying is I'm going to put it to you like this. When you're being sold on someone as a reason for you to join a business, that person walks away from you unprofessionally that's a bad taste in my mouth. I can't wash out. That's some shit. I'm a, I'm cursing right now, because I'm I'm telling you guys real shit. That's some shit. I leave in the I leave in the rear view. I don't want to see it again. I don't want to hear it again. I want. Right. I don't want to see that person again. Right. When you're being sold on, on somebody's thing and then they get up and walk away, with you, walk away from you. I don't. I'm not feeling that because I. If I'm gonna walk away from someone. And I don't walk away from anybody, anybody. We're gonna have that conversation. Look at Denny I tell you, explain to you what's going on. Not right. also unprofessional shit because I bring people into the game. You know what I'm saying? Joey G, like I said, Joey G been with me for 40 years. It's elementary school. Boss, I met through Instagram. We became brothers because of podcasting. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna have a conversation eye to eye where we jump on the IG Live, where we're gonna get exchange numbers. We on that, we on that, and we having a direct conversation with each other one on one. That's not connected business. You know what I'm saying? No one says you have to be friends in business, but you're going to maintain a certain level of rapport and respect in business. True. Otherwise, whatever you say, it's nothing after that. Whatever you say after that, it's nothing. It's zero. True. Ain't no one going to take you seriously. I'm telling I'm tell you that from the, from the jumps, I've seen things over the past three, three, four years. You know what I'm saying? I said a lot of shit. I lost my job because I didn't take a shot. Albeit albeit the the atmosphere there at the end was very toxic. It It was keeping me alive. So I'm just getting ready to throw hands for the nurse on the fucking ER floor. That's how I really got. I was getting ready to go street in the emergency room. Street. You know what I'm saying? So part of it is that was probably the best thing that happened to me because I was starting to lose my professionalism as a as a human being, as a man, or something. I was losing my professionalism was out the window. It was like let's get let's go straight. You disrespect me, on the punch you in your face. That's how it got to me. And when you're 45 years old, I just celebrate my birthday Thursday. I want to give everybody, you know, shout out June 29th. I turned 45. I start chapter 46 the day after. All right, I want to thank everybody for the birthday shout outs. I'm not going to post nothing on Facebook. You got to, if you don't see me announce it on Facebook, watch the podcast. Is on the podcast. I want to thank everybody to chat me on my birthday. I'm going to tell you guys this month has been the roughest month I ever had leading up to my birthday. The roughest month, things happen to me that I thought would never happen to me, but you know what it is. I still get up in the morning. I get up in the morning, I read my verse in the Bible. I read my Psalm 35, my Psalm 91, and Psalm 143. I've still got to keep pushing. There's no quitting this game because you quit. You know, not only you, you, you disappoint yourself, you're disappointing the people that created you. Um I came from parents who were not quitting. They kept they kept grinding, they kept grinding, they kept grinding, so the day they died, they kept grinding. My father was grinding, even though he was suffering from dementia. He was still grinding trying to find ways to make money, trying to find ways to win. In his mental state, you was still trying to win. You know what I'm saying? My mother, you know what I'm saying? To the day she died, she was trying to win. These two, I grew up with people, I grew up with two parents who were never comfortable. Because They they weren't never comfortable because they were never where they wanted to be. If you become comfortable, then you actually, I guess you reach a plateau. And I'm going to go as far as saying scholastic achievements. You know, some people like to throw in people's faces. No, like, oh, I'm smart I'm small because I got this master's degree, this, that, and the other. One thing for sure, as me and Morris will definitely attest to, we both went to college. You know, we all gotta do, we have some sort of degree. I had a social degree. I'm, like, I'm gonna say it a lot. I'm gonna say a lot. I got a social degree. Could I have done a bachelor's degree? Yes. Could I got a master's degree? Yes. But what did that mean at the end? Piece of paper. It's a choice. Doing that's a choice. Going to kindergarten, getting on to 12th grade was not a choice. You had to do that. But when you go to college and you didn't have oh, to man. ask permission, you know, when you listen, when you have to go to college, you didn't, you didn't have to ask permission to go to the bathroom. You get to walk out the classroom anytime you want, it becomes a choice. You want to go, you want to show, make you want to make you want to show up to school, go to class that day. The teacher ain't gonna chase you down and somebody gonna send you the discipline room for production for of the class. It is what it is, it's on your grade. <laughs> That's the people. That's the transition from going from high school, ju- from elementary school, junior high school, middle school, or high school to college. College is it's
1: your choice now. Different animal. It's a different animal. There's no truth. Officers, there's no. Mm-hmm. There's been plenty of days when I was in the university and I, I was not. Uh, my friends always joked and called me Captain America because I was super straight laced. Never mm-hmm. skipped a day of school. I only went out when I was like legitimately sick. I never, you know, called in sick, never smoked, never drank. Really good kid. And then you get to college and I'm like, man, it's sunny outside and these girls are looking great. Um, I think I'm going to skip class today. <laughs> and, 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 you, and you find out who you really are. They always laughed. I'm a, you know, proud HBCU graduate. And they used to always call HBCUs Roach Motels easy to get in, hard to get out. Because you really see who has the the power the to turn down that sweat box or turn down that party or turn down that and lock in their scholastics or find a way. And I uh, thank God, rest in peace to my big bro, he was that role model. I saw him, who I never thought he would go to college. His, his report card to say, Doing fine, D's and F's, doing fine. <laughs> He used to always joke. I was like, hey, I got, you know, I got A and B honor roll. And he's like, yeah, well, I got to do and fine on a honor roll. And I'm like, what's that? It's a season that baby. Season enough. He ended up getting a master's degree and and you know becoming a great man all because he had work ethic. He didn't get any smarter, <laughs> but he had the work at And you know, for me, uh, I've always been taught to, you know, work smart, not hard. So, you know, I've always tried to figure out best ways to get what I want without burning myself out. Because as you mentioned, you know, mental health is a real thing. And as people of color and and men, I don't think we have enough voice in that matter or even opportunity to say, I'm not okay. I'm not all right. Um, And and I think that that could be a whole nother four-hour topic. So finding that place where you're mentally able to get because we're asked a lot. You know, I know a lot of people say oh, it a man's world. It's a man's world for a reason. When you're a man, you're asked an incredible I, I did not want to go to manhood. I was happy being a boy because I, I, I knew back then I always said that I must this must be my second or third time on this blue marble because I knew back then not working is for the birds. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do good at this school so they don't ask me to get a job because this working is for the birds. Uh, at t- somebody telling you when to get up and when to go home and clocking right. out to go to the bathroom is for the bird. so always tell people don't work for money work for your last name and work for freedom because that's really as a man what you want I always say I know I made it when I don't have an alarm clock in the house and that's when I'll stop grinding when I have no alarm clock in the house and I go to bed when I want to and I get up when I want to that's when I know I made it so I'm not quite there yet Cause Google still waking me up in the morning, but I promise it's coming. It's getting there. And part of it is to get there. That we, I
0: think, we all want to get there. I want to be able to get up in the morning, hop on a plane, go to Georgia, go check my boy Joey G, and I, and go get my soundtrack, go go check us in VA. But I haven't been to Virginia Beach. I love to be there.
1: Hey, let me know, man. We'll, will I'll be a gracious host. Mm-hmm. Live on the grill. Uh, we be more mm-hmm.
0: than happy. <laughs> yeah. my, my girl, my girl, my girl is is it's funny. My girl is a driver. I'm not a driver. I I'll get. I want to get on a plane, get there quick, and enjoy more time to enjoy. My father's the opposite. My father's always a driver. He'll he my father's the type of guy who'll drive to Canada. He'll do two round trips to Canada in one day, and 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 I seen him do it. I seen him do it by himself. I remember one time my, my aunt got hit by a car, I believe. Well, something happened to my aunt. She got hit by something. And we had just made it to Canada. He's like, oh, shoot, I got to get back home. We go, we, we go back home out out was going on. Me and my sister stayed in Canada while he went back home by himself. Drove back home. And then drove back up to Canada. Both ways, about six and a half hours. It was six and a half hours one way. And I see him drive back to Canada. I seen that man come inside that house in Montreal, sat down and fell right to sleep back right the table. That's how drained he was. This man was probably in his in his early seventies doing this. Early seventies doing this. So the point I'm trying to make is it's not about age, it's not about it's about anything. It's about the discipline that you put into everything you know? Discipline and consistency. We, 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 we all heard this before. We all heard this before. We heard it through the, the motivation speaks, speak on IG that you that I put on every day. But we get now we instead of making it as a reminder, we got it now. We got to put indoctrinate in into our soul and enforce it on ourselves to get where we want to be. We want to be able to get up in the morning without anyone telling us. Asking, asking nobody for no PTOs, you want to get up and go on a cruise, to the Caribbean eight day cruise. You know what I'm saying? My cousin's doing that right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of. You, you know what I'm saying? You know saying? I want to do that too. There's nothing Again. like. <laughs> listen, get on a plane. If I want to go to, I want to. I have dreams. I want to go to that. Me and Joey, you talking about? We want to go to game We want to go to Dublin, Ireland, and go see the. King's Landing, the site, the, the set of King's Landing over there. You yep. know. I'm planning a cruise next year. I wanna go on a cruise next year. I wanna I wanna be able to get up and go to Vegas anytime I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get up and go to Vegas. Anytime I freaking want. Get up and go to Florida, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Um that's that's the dream. That's the dream. That's what we do we know there. they do podcast, meeting different people. In, in hopes that we can get that, get, that, get that right person, that right opportunity. Hey, you could be on Serious Radio. Hey, I'll sponsor you on your podcast to, to, to get you to a studio and let it fly. You know what I'm saying? And we all have other businesses outside of the podcast, but hopefully we use the podcast as the springboard to make those other businesses much more easy for us. Because we, we have a face. Our face matches the integrity, the trust, the credibility. That matches everything. Mm-hmm. That's why we do the podcast. So as we get on, embark on the one year, one one hour mark of the 50th anniversary episode, you know we want to shift gears a little bit. I was hoping Richard would be, able to be with us on the podcast, talking about this subject, but I feel compelled, because I did put posted it in that little group chat we had of the five topics that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about dumb drives. <laughs> <laughs> for the next 15 let's, minutes, let's we get this, it. Is, this is a prelude to that episode. This is going to be a prelude to that episode. I promise you. Let's get it. <laughs> let's get it. Why, why is it that people... I'll put it like this. Why is it that we, we live in a country that the, we live in a um, society where the police is out there to catch the speeders thinking it's going to make the road safer for people to drive? Meanwhile, you got people who are on their cell phones, ugly ass women putting makeup on their face on the left lane of the parkway or the highway. No matter how hard, no matter how much makeup they put on their goddamn face, it's still goddamn ugly. Wow. You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> I wasn't ready for
1: that. Shout out to the women in the audience. <laughs> the
0: True Play- this is True Players Podcast. And also before no no before you guys answer that question, I'm gonna also go out to the females who don't want to come on your podcast. I've asked them to come on my podcast. They they posted some beautiful shit on Facebook, but they're afraid to come on the on the True Players Podcast and expand those points. Why is that? I don't know. I'm not here to challenge you. Everyone has a voice on the True Players Podcast. I'll let you have your speak. I don't interrupt you. I won't interrupt you. Come say your piece. But, you know, I'm also, but I think it's because I'm probably going to contradict them. They say one thing, one post, say two laps, the next post, five minutes later. I'm going to check you on that. That's the guy gets a clear one in the back. But anyway, I digress. All right. The reason I'm, I'm, i I want to have this pot this 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 episode is because this is how road rage road rage starts. People doing dumb shit on the road that they should not be doing on the fucking road. You know what I'm saying? You're in the left lane of a parkway. I'm speaking in New York because I know Mars and VA in Jersey. You're in the left lane doing that bullshit. The cops gonna run you off that damn left lane to get you in the middle lane. In New York they don't do that shit for some reason. But New York will. But the state troopers and the police officers in New York. Shout out to my to my classmate, John that, look, I mean, the police officers are very selective of who they want to pull over. That's all I'm saying. But this morning, I'm driving to work. I'm seeing two too fat, want to be fast and furious, cutting and dipping in the parkway with a state troopers. But the minute I speed up to get around somebody, I get caught for speed. Does that make sense?
1: I have uh, 20 years in the insurance industry. Uh, so it's a, it's a subject that, that after you've seen um, probably a thousand photographs of what happens on the road when people are driving reckless or you you know, you know read these car black boxes now that the insurance companies have you plug in and it intelligently tracks. And I see your record where you were just speeding to hit the light or everything. It, it makes me not even want to hit the road anymore. I literally uh, have my lady drive me around like I'm a baby boy in, in my own car. My it, it gives me PTSD. I, I've seen enough. Um, and you know, you talk about New York drivers, but let me tell you, Virginia drivers worst on the planet. Where I live is a military town, so you take the worst drivers from New York, Chicago, Detroit, California. North Carolina, Florida, and you put them all in a mixed bowl and you drop them into this hellhole called Virginia, and you get the worst drivers on the planet. I've seen people eating three course meals. I've seen people doing Twitter videos, Instagram, TikTok dances, makeup, homework, playing with your dog, making out, whatever you smoking a joint, whatever you want to call it. I've seen on the road, and it's to the point where I don't even like driving unless it's it's absolutely – we went through the pandemic, and I put 1,800 miles on my car in three years. So that shows you when I didn't have to go anywhere, I didn't go anywhere between DoorDash, Instacart, laundry service. I I had my food, groceries, everything delivered. So, yeah, you know, I, I drive now so I can be in the back in an armored vehicle of the future, because it's just <laughs> let's go you test to drive because humans suck.
0: You know something?
1: I'm gonna say something.
0: I'm gonna kind of myself. It's okay for me to get head while I'm driving. I'm just I digress. Look. Okay hold <laughs> <laughs> <Not, laughs> <not, Wait>, on, oh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I, I not, go crash. Not, I go not, crash. Not, <laughs> not,
2: not that he's not dropping any hints.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's not dropping any hints at all. Um <laughs> yeah.
1: when
2: we I deal with a lot of Georgia drivers out here. Um <laughs> Dom's caught me in my moments of road rage. Um, I try not to engage with other drivers as far as speeding past them. But every once in a while, that New Yorker kicks up in me. And my car is not built for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what Dom Toretto tells you. <laughs> my car is not built for that. I don't care. I know I can drive. <laughs> my car is not built for it. Fuck you, Dom. Uh, <laughs> Toretto. How <laughs>
1: oh,
2: <my laughs> to, to, clarif- to clarify. We're not talking about the True Player Podcast host. We're not talking about him. We're talking about Dom Toretto. Vin Diesel. We're talking about that dude. Forgive see
1: me, me <laughs> you see me
0: drive. You see me drive with my head in my younger days when I had two full eyes. You know what I'm saying? Two right. full eyes. And I was... Di- I-, I turned the Northern State Parkway to a three-lane parkway. It was only two lanes. But I was in... I was in the middle lane and I remember this kid trying to race me in my ultimate. My first got the ultimate 2007. This kid was trying to race me. He was on my butt and stuff like that. And me and Joe... Me and Joe was in the car and another friend of ours was in the car. I looked at this kid following me I was like, oh shit, here we go. Joe's like... Oh, that was about to do something crazy. All of a sudden, Joe will vouch for me. You heard the roar of my Ultima. Roar! I go in the middle between the. I'm in the. I'm in the, on, I'm on this channel kind of, I'm on the lane, on a late, on a line. He's on the dotted through, line. I'm on a die line going through cars. This kid tried to do the same shit with me and almost getting through so that. Nice. Spun out, got on the shoulder and all types of shit. Meanwhile, Joey G and, and my other friend was sitting there cracking their heads off like. You ain't, you ain't built like me. These kids, these young cats, they, they be driving in New York. It's like very big in New York that people are, are getting killed on drag races because these kids are not built like us. They're not built like us. They're um they're instinct instinct deprived. they the only they the only know the thrill. The instincts is no longer there.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind it because I know where our instincts mm-hmm. came from we we mm-hmm. rode a lot of bikes when we were little and i'm not talking about no oh we're going like 10 miles an hour on the bike no everybody that was riding was doing close to 35 miles an hour on a bicycle oh
1: yeah
2: cuz we were getting it, it some of kid. us some of us had brakes others didn't they had their <laughs> foot they had their foot which they put in the back the back tire to drag it to a stop. Okay? <laughs> so all these people with the fancy brakes and the brake system, fuck y'all. <laughs> we didn't have that. I call
1: them <laughs> helmet <laughs> kids.
2: Yeah, and the helmet kids. Fuck
1: y'all. y'all. Wore <laughs> on your bike? I yeah. barely wore pants on my bike. <laughs> Listen,
2: if you wore a helmet when we were in it growing up, we would have thought you were accident prone.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: We would have thought you were accident prone. Like He probably needs it. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But Uh, our instincts came from that. We used to go down hills. We had no business going down. You know what I'm saying? We we raced cars. I actually took my bike on the Southern Parkway. I've taken my bike on the Southern Parkway. And for anybody in New York who knows what the Southern Parkway is, how? I did that shit trust me, because I knew that exit I needed to get to was off the Southern Parkway. So I was on the Southern Parkway riding my bike.
0: <laughs> true that. True that. We, um, we, 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 we've we been on the Medical Parkway as well. Um, yeah. So, my thing is, too, dude, the traffic, I hate when I get behind somebody, right? All of a sudden, they try to send their brakes on me. What are you doing? What the... F- you doing? Oh, phantom like, braking. You call the, it phantom braking. Phantom braking, and it's like they got the the, the between them and the car in front of is about a four car distance, four four car distance. You slam your brakes, make me make me burn my brake pads because you you, you want to be also awesome. you want to be a pace car. Get out my way, go in the right lane, and go do that shit on the, on the lane. And another you thing get, too,
2: <laughs> you got that and citizens on patrol. Yeah. <laughs> Before we, the ones when you change lanes, they 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 change lanes in front of you.
0: (laughs) Before we end the podcast, I don't want to give too much to that episode. We got a lot to talk about. Um,
2: Trust me when I tell you, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I
0: lost my train of (laughs) thought
2: because you wanted to go into it. Uh, yeah, that PTSD you know, is kidding. kicking
0: in, <laughs> bro. I had I had as early as this morning. Trust me, I I went bro, through it this morning.
2: I'm with you. I, I I just came from driving in the rain from the airport.
1: <laughs> I've given up driving at night and in the in the rain. The way the way that my eyes worked out, God said, you know what, Ray Charles, what's your, what's your home. <laughs> You have games on, blank, blinding everyone because you can't see. So, but, you know, I, I drive on sunny days only.
0: You, you know what, Mars? I, I, i I've, it's strange. I've gotten fear of driving at night too. Not because I—that's uh, not because of me It's the people that surround me on the roads that scares the fuck out of you. You got, you got, you got people to make a right turn. They got to veer to the left to make the right turn. You don't need to do that. A tight.
2: Small, small vehicle, not a not a semi-truck or a, a fucking bus or a box yeah. truck.
1: Trust me. Man. When I'm investigating in, in the day job and I'm hearing some of these stories and then they'll end it, after telling me all the laws they've broken on the road, they say, and I don't think I'm at fault. I'm like, what makes you think you're not at fault? Everything you've done since you put the keys in the ignition has been a violation of the law. Like, are you... Are you Tell it me correctly that you think you're not at fault. So, yeah, no, uh, driving, particularly in this area, it's horrendous.
2: <laughs> it's like uh, based sure. on based on the way you drive, I think you should not drive with your seatbelt. And we'll call it a day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, you, you know, Mars, you know, Mars, you, you, you were in, a, in an ins, insurance industry. I've done insurance myself as far as automobile, as well as life and health and all that fun stuff. I think a lot of people are t- really trying to catch the case getting rear-ended because they know that if the person rear-ends you, the person rear-ends you is automatically at fault. Right. Mm.
1: It's a, it's a, there, there's gonna...
2: people out there that take advantage of it. Trust me. I've been in two. I've been in two. One, I knew because when he came out, he already had his, he already had his um, camera out. He was taking pictures. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: He was taking pictures. He was at fault because he hit the car in front of him.
1: Yeah, they, they have professional, um, we call it the auto-lotto, and they know, all right, I get in the head, hit in the back. I, so a lot of people that you see that are pumping those brakes on you, they want you to tap them because right. a soft tissue injury is subjective. If I say, oh, my back hurts, they're going to keep treating me until I say my back doesn't hurt, even if they can find no reason or diagnosis. So I would see people, and I would run a Nexus, and I see they had the same attorney for the last four years. Then I look at their work history and they have no work history. I'm like, oh, you've just been cashing big settlements every year for right. you know, and, and most people are too overwhelmed to really do the research. Me every president term. I can't, I can't stand for someone to get, get over. So I'm I'm right. on their social media, I'm doing a real deep dive investigation. And nine times out of ten, I remember I had one lady who will rename uh, who name uh Remain nameless because I don't want you to get sued. But um, she's claiming her attorney's sending me a demand for $750,000. He wants our policy limits. And I'm like, oh man, that's crazy. As soon as I go on our social media, I see her at Planet Fitness deadlift champion, 315 pounds for female. <laughs> like, man. I'm like, brolic. I'm like, this chick is about to be the next intercontinental champion. What are we talking about? <laughs> I screenshot all these awards. She, I mean, she's power lifting. She's parasailing on vacation. An attorney sends me the bit demand package. You your client has caused this pain to my client. They'll never be the same. And I sent him the videos of her deadlifting two days out of the after that. <laughs> <laughs> I sent him the video of her parasailing in Jamaica and Ocho Rios, grinning and next thing you know I got a drop letter saying that he didn't want to be her attorney anymore and she ends up with $10 so you know it, it, it's just, it's an auto lotto people out here like I, I've been in enough when I see somebody in that, a nice car driving crazy behind me it crosses my mind I'm like I should pump these brakes real quick I, I have a soft tissue injury, but unfortunately, I'm a man of integrity, so I I, I don't. But yeah, it is a about Jesus go, take I, the I, wheel. I, uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> wherever go we go, like, is that a G wagon? Come on,
0: baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you ever you ever watch um the movie before we end the podcast? You ever watch the movie It Looks Kill" with Richard Grieco? He had that ill ass red car that could fire missiles and shit. Yeah,
1: and, and bullets Jump Street. Rich yeah. 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 Oh, yes, yes. We yes. showed our age.
2: Yeah, that, that was that spy hundred car. That's spy yeah. car. I,
0: I, I wish I had a car like that. So otherwise, I'd be, I'd be firing missiles at everybody who's in my goddamn. Way. Press that button. <laughs> Press that button.
2: All I, all I need is a lift kit. A lift kit in the front of my car. I'm fine. I just lift the car, throw it to the side. Like, get out of here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know, I was one of I was get one of those there. people. Who, I actually hate if I had you SUV. SUV. I hate having the little the big ass grill on, on the front of my car. Now I'm like, yo, I'm gonna get me a grill. If that person nice. on their brakes, I'm destroying their car. Right. Nice. I'm not make that make that whole that, trunk go right into the back that, seat. That's too that, that dumb. Shit.
2: You had the tombstone ready for him. (laughs) Hit him! Hit him with a tombstone pile driver. (laughs) It's a rep.
1: Stupid games and stupid prizes.
0: That's my Uh (laughs) motto. That's right. That's right. Uh, On on the strength, though, I I would love to do a wrestling podcast with you guys. I want to. I want to go over. I want to go over the Money in the Bank pay-per-view that had this past weekend. I have to watch the whole thing again. I think. I think WWE's content has gone. Especially when Triple H has been running it has gone on, on a high level. Especially with that bloodline shit. Oh man, that bloodline shit is
1: official. Oh,
2: look at now. the people look look at the people he has at the table though. He has all the favorite wrestlers that we we admired growing up. He has them at the table and he's discussing with them about the matches of past and what they could put. What what do you think will take off in the future?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think, always have vision for that. I think the wrestlers. I think have having the wrestlers who are in the storylines have input is very important. I think that's what makes it makes it so much better. I'm like, not anyways. sure.
2: I'm not sure if you watched them the, the uh, series heel on uh, stars.
1: Yeah, was, but uh, Stephen Armel.
2: Right. Watch that, because what you're talking about right now is that creative. That creative genius that goes on behind the scene, I think that's where Triple H is right now. He understands that he has to talk to his fellow wrestlers and see where they can go with this. It's not about one mind uh, creating the whole narrative anymore. It's not about that. Because we're at a point right now where the other input could be impactful.
1: Yeah, especially and when you have that mind, an 80-year-old man... Uh, when Vince was running it, some of the stuff that he thought was entertaining was entertaining in 1985. It's 2023. So, right. you know, much respect. I'm a long-term re- pro wrestling fan. Um, I've done pro wrestling episodes. I've been featured on pro wrestling podcasts. If so I was probably six inches t- taller, I probably would have tried to be one. That's how much I, 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 I love the sport. Um, you know, I think every partner I've ever had has come into my life like, oh, you're, you're a grown man. You still look at wrestling. And then two episodes later, they're like, so Randy Orton is who? Uh, because once <laughs> you really give it a, a chance, you fall in love with it. You know, it's a male soap opera. It's action. It's violence, yes. It's everything. storyline. And like you said, the bloodline storyline right now is so compelling. Roman Reigns, I think he is the next rock. The acting that he's shown, his ability, you know, it, it's just been uh, fantastic. This storyline, bloodline, Sammy and Jay and Jimmy and Solo and Paul Heyman and the layers. It, it's actually like The Sopranos with, with chair shots. It's great TV. So I love it. I love it. Yes. Listen,
0: Paul Heyman doesn't get the credit
1: he does. Paul Heyman is greatest the greatest manager of all time. Fantastic. Easy. And p- promoter. And promoter. And, for border. and one of the best Muslim oh, minds, I always said uh Impact and AEW, particularly AEW, messed up by not hiring someone like him and just giving him the reins." Like, here you go. That's what I would do. You know, Tony Khan is a billionaire who's looking at these wrestlers like action figures. And he's just dream match, dream match, dream match. But without the storyline, people forget like, we are all roughly the same age. Hulk Hogan couldn't wrestle his way out of a paper bag, but none of us remember that. We remember <laughs> the storylines, we remember the emotion that he made you feel. We don't realize that the <laughs> consisted of three punches, a big boot, and a leg drop. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> match is the same match. And, uh, I feel like I I I'm taking like crazy, crazy pills. pills. Yeah. <laughs> He just get beat up for the whole match, and then he go shaking. One punch, one punch, one punch, all on the road. Beat rock, one, two, three. And we were like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! This is crazy!"
0: I, I gotta hold you though. His his WrestleMania match against The Rock. I saw that pop he got when he we dropped that leg by on The Rock in Toronto. That, that that stadium was still
1: rocking. Because they were waiting for it. These <laughs> guys are killing themselves, like jumping over ladders and breaking themselves through tables. And Macho Man Dusty Rhodes got over with an elbow. That was a yes. move. An yes. elbow. Can you imagine if somebody tried a to flying elbow? elbow. elbow. <laughs> But
2: Dusty Rose didn't even do a flying elbow. He just no Dusty
0: Rose. <laughs> 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 the Macho Man,
2: the Macho, macho man, man, the flying, head.
0: the, flying, flying the flying elbow, elbow drop. But the greatest finishing maneuver move that's been watered down through the years, through the years, by to get four, Jake the stakes, DDT. Oh
2: yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was defined like that. That was a defining move
0: when it was, it, was, it was what DDT. Oh, oh my god! And we know we know we saw that DDT was coming, he would do this and then he'd get him in the headlock, tap him on the back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, many, many of us suffered that Jake the Snake DDT. Unfortunately, I know they say don't try this at home, but I tried all of it at home, and some of those things really hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, also another move that I think uh, has just been watered down is the super kick. Uh, I grew up a Shawn Michaels fan. I would, yes. years, years ago when I got married, I came down the aisle to Sexy Boy. You know, I, <laughs> my, my, wife, my wife at the time made a mistake. <laughs> Any music you oh, want. I'm like, any music I want. She was like, Yeah, any music you want. And I'm like, and you're not gonna listen to it first. She was like, nah, I was like, you know you fucked up, right? <laughs> you know you fucked up. <laughs> so as soon as it yeah, came, okay. my late brother now, he was my best man, he's walking beside me and they had like some Thelonious monk playing and then it just stops a record skip and you hear Sean, Sean, Sean! (laughs) My brother just sitting there like, "Oh shit, what's going on?" And I'm out there strutting, taking my jacket off, dancing in front of my grandma. I think I'm cute. (laughs) Exactly. No, I'm sexy. She <laughs> the back, so she didn't really see it, and then she looked at the video. And she was like, Did you grind on my grandma? I was like, Yeah, and I
0: thought, no. <laughs> she better what, recognize what it what, 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 listen, what the what, what did what did Brown call him doing his little chippendale dance? <laughs> oh, God, God. Oh my god, that's another episode that we could definitely do. I, I'm, I'm into different things, definitely. So, I hate, I hate to end it, but uh, therefore, we uh, in the coming weeks, not coming weeks, we gotta do this money, money in the bank. Joey G get on Peacock, we watch the money in the bank 2023. I'm a big fan of Seth Rollins, man. Seth freaking Rollins. Man. Okay, he, I like he, Seth. He, he be like, laughing, be killing me. I'll be cracking up.
1: <laughs> <Singing> my song.
0: <laughs> Whoa! And then, um, Sami Zayn, the pop that he's been getting, especially in Saudi Arabia, and um also back, not backlash, was the United Champions in Puerto Rico.
1: Yes, with uh, Bad oh. Bunny and uh, Damian Priest.
0: Yo, Damian Priest gonna get that belt soon. I promise you. That. David Priest has been a fan.
1: I like that dude. He's, he, I, I feel they're going to turn on Finn Balor very soon. And he's going to end up leading uh, Judgment Day with some new members. But uh, and I'm, I'm so excited for him. older, I remember him a ring of honor when he was Punishment Martinez. and uh, mm-hmm. Seeing where he's at now. And, you know, I, I'm a big fan. I look at the indie stuff, New Japan. All of it. So, like I said, if I was about six inches tall, Bad Bunny. I, oh yeah, <laughs> Bad like, Bunny. Jordan Paul, man. Who who thought he would be so naturally good at this? So he's really good at what he does. Yes. Yep. Yes.
0: And Joe, Joey G, you gotta watch. Um, not not a, was it not a champions or, or was that a backlash? The, the, the Puerto Rico version, the Puerto Rico. No, it's
1: backlash.
0: backlash. Backlash. Okay. Gotta watch that, bro. That shit. That you saw your Vigan come out. He got a pop from the crowd in Puerto Rico. Um, Carlito. Cologne. I, I spit the face spit on our cool people. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah,
1: he got, got a pop out of the way. I didn't I, I didn't got a couple of fights spitting in apples in people's faces. <laughs> 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 in the upon that. Listen. The kids watching
0: Shout,
2: shout out to Megan. I got slapped in the face because I did a Razor Ramon pick's pick flick in the face.
0: All right, fellas, <laughs> fellas, ladies and gentlemen, this Fabio episode has been uh, a, a full of um, great talk as always on the podcast. We went from dumb drivers to now talking about WWE wrestling. We promised you guys, we're gonna have we're going episodes for each one of those episodes. Um, it's all about timing for all of us. I know Mars is busy; he's putting out content every day, different on different shows that he does. So yeah, I gotta be I gotta be respectful of his time. Got respectful of Joey G's time as well. We we'll try to I get you him. this episode. This episode's real soon, and, and saying you guys about backlash and Money in the Bank, and where we think the WWE should go. I don't want to talk about AEW only because I think AEW at times. More than not, more than 80, 85% of the time with the wrestling is pretty reckless. And somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah.
1: Severely going to well, get Brian, hurt. Or Brian Danielson, he's got a terrible broken arm right now and all the bleeding. It, it's very, uh, very amateurish in, in, in some ways. So, you know, uh, God bless him. But uh, it's dangerous over there. <laughs>
2: Listen, uh, I, after you finish watching the 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 season of heels, you'll you'll look at that totally differently. That's where they were going with that. Like you're, you're talking about that right now. Um, that's where they talked about it in heels, and it was like wrestling doesn't have to be that. You don't have to go that that route. No, what? Diamond Diamond Dallas Page did and and Mick Foley has done putting their bodies on the line. Yes, it was entertaining. Did they have to go that route? No, they really didn't. Is um, Is it appreciated as much as they would have liked it to be? I don't know. Depends on what era you were talking about. What wrestling fan are you talking about? There's some, pre- some people that it, they live for that type of stuff. It, it makes it more real for them. But it, I, it, it, so? doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to go that route.
0: All the stuff that Mick Foley, Mick Foley has done as man kind Jack, looked safer than what AEW's been doing right now. Oh yeah,
2: The Razors and stuff like that
0: from the past, the barbed wire, the barbed Bob wire, wire. Four, four by four. It, yeah. What he did, he, that man, he lost the ear to Van Vader. His ear got taken out. It yep. still looks safer than what AEW's doing right now.
1: Right. Yeah, they have the lunatics running the asylum out there. You know, I understand it's wrestler freedom, but at the same time, say what you will about Vince, I wouldn't leave my lady with him, but I tell you what, he did ultimately <laughs> clean up the sport. Uh, he, he cleaned up the support, um, the drugs, the, you know, they went out there and, and got in fights, and now they're out there playing PlayStation 5 in the back. It's a different different animal. So, you know, I got to salute uh, for really caring about his athletes and telling athletes that wrestling used to be, you know, put some tape on it, go out there and perform. And, you know, he's made wrestlers like Daniel Bryan retire. He's made, you know, wrestlers like um, – uh, Page retire who in AEW it seems everybody gets cleared he made Sting retire and we see Sting jumping 64 years old jumping through tables and I'm like Sting you don't have to do that bro you you can come out there throw a scorpion death drop hit somebody with a bet and put them in a leg lock and go home and we're going to cheer because you're alive you do not have to catch up with these young guys because guess what Jeff Hardy looks 65 now him and Matt are moving like corpses. Like, the only people from the ladder backs that still look like they have any life out of them is Edge and Christian, and they both lost years of their career to injuries. Mm-hmm. So, like, it just – that's a cautionary tale, man. Okay. Uh, Dundee boys,
0: too. Dundee boys. boys.
1: broken boys. Dundee boys. The Bushwhackers.
0: Nah, nah, nah. One of them. That Bushwhackers back in the day, we talking about – the the tables tables matches and chairs matches though dredger as, as Christian the Hardy Boys and the Dudley boys, boys made Dudley made those boys, joints yeah. made those matches special
2: but you can't you can't forget um what's his name Shawn Michaels and what the other dude's name was his his tag team partner
1: Marty Janetti Marty Janetti
2: because they were doing high flying acts back in the day too yeah out so, yeah.
1: right to the Rockers the definitely. Rockers definitely. Yeah.
0: Shout out, man! Shout out, rest big rest to the Iron Sheet, man, oh, Mister, oh, man. Mister. Uh, that kind of uh, hurt. I, 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 yeah, it did he was funny as hell. He said, I, "What was his? What was his, What was his saying?" Yeah, um, um Jabroni. Um, he, he created Jabroni. Yeah, he, he uh, created Jabroni. Jabroni. He said, "I'll, i i break your back." I said, "I'll break your back." Fuck you up your ass and make you humble. And I was like, what the fuck is this
1: motherfucker saying? Just saying. I lost her in my wedding vows, but you know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I'm sorry. But I digress. <laughs> listen,
0: listen, listen. There's, a, there's an episode I did post on. Is it. today's woman, it's the mentality of today's woman, toxic? We want to have a We want you to address it. It's very easy for us to talk about it. We want a female on that to have have the on the You have podcast.
2: You got to project that, dumb. You got to project it. Don't whisper it.
0: My face is all in the. My face is all in the camera. <laughs> all right. Your ass better be on that. The way you, where you women be posting on Facebook, you know, Instagram. Trashing black man. I want you to come on the podcast when we doing on that topic. Show your face. Don't be turning your camera off. Turn your camera on. So I best believe I'm gonna screenshot every post you post on Facebook or how you degree how you try to degrade black men. I'm gonna check you <clears> on immediately. <throat> Final throat> words, throat> fellas. Final words. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I, I'll start it off since I am the guest. Thank you guys for inviting me on the five year anniversary. I'm humbled and I appreciate the respect and love that you guys always show. So shout out to Joey G. Shout out to Dom. If I if I'm available and I'm free, you know, I'll always be here to the voice. And please, we, we still need you guys going down in the den, of course, whenever you guys are ready. But I, I want to thank you guys for the opportunity to share and the screen with you. It was always a pleasure. For all the people watching at home or whatever device they're uh, looking at, thank you for checking us out. Uh, shout out Cal, uh, keeping up with the Jones on YouTube, uh, one of the people on the Mars Entertainment banner. He's doing big things. A so shout out for him for stopping in. You guys can watch me on Mars Entertainment Presents The Den. That's the YouTube channel. You can listen to Down in the Den wherever podcasts are heard. If you prefer the audio format, we're also on TikTok, Instagram. You see it right there under my name, Mars underscore entertainment uh, on Instagram. We have tons of content daily, multiple shows for whatever you are into. We got something for everyone. So please check me out. Give me a like, comment, subscribe, buy yourself a shirt. Daddy got, daddy need new shoes. The the, the, the crops. Uh, The new crocs are necessary for the summer. So go ahead and support a brother. and Buy yourself a dead shirt and and give to the best charity in the world, my motherfucking pocket. So we appreciate you. (laughs) Uh, What's good? I'm so happy to be back. So thanks, guys. (laughs) I can't follow up (laughs) that. You can't follow (laughs) up. I got to follow up that. Oh,
2: man. Uh, Five years. Five years. Um, <laughs> a percentage of time that we've known each other, Dom. Um, it's only gonna get greater from this moment. We've gone through a lot of different stuff. Uh, we've got over a pandemic. We've we've uh, moved past a uh, a president and in office that we all didn't really agree with um, too much. and We're surfing through another one. Um, (laughs) There's there's, there's plenty more to talk about. There's plenty more topics that we're going to put on the table. Uh, There's plenty more, especially the wrestling. Man, I can't wait to get into that. Um, Because you're going to force me to do my homework and I'm going to have to I'm going to have to really dig on the new as much as I did with the old. And it's nothing because I've done it before. Wrestling's always been a part. Shout out to um, Nick and Ralph. You're the ones who brought me into the the new generation with The Rock and and, and, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin when that was rocking on that era. From my generation to that. So thank y'all for that. And y'all still rocking it because I see you on Facebook rocking the belts. (laughs) And the whole family's rocking belts. I see all of y'all. Many more things to do. Uh, Many more things to be a part of. I thank y'all for being who y'all are. Thank y'all for making me a part of this. Um, Look forward to doing a podcast with you, Mars, anytime. Uh, Just let me know when and where we'll make make the arrangements Um, for the fans. Hey, you don't don't only have to watch. You can be a part of this. Let us know. We'll put you on. You have a voice. Stop doing it behind the scenes. Make your voice heard. Let other people see that you have a voice and you need to be seen to speak it. Let's do that. All these females out here, there's a lot of female voices that need to be spoken on the podcast. Dom's not wrong in what he's saying. His delivery may touch and agree with some. Others may not agree with. to say what? But you have a voice. We want to hear it. Let's get you on the podcast to talk about this. There's no judgment here. It's not about that. We need somebody at the table that we can talk to so we can understand, so we can fill in the blanks. That's it. We need somebody on the podcast. And for those women who are at our age or like-minded in that situation, we definitely need you on the, on the podcast because you have women that are coming up behind you that need somebody that gives them moral grounds to stand on maybe a mentor to look up to, give them perspective so they can hold down a family, so they can take care of a household, so they can nurture their children, respect their husbands. But I digress, that's what we're looking for. We need you to come on the show. Represent your side, so we can hear the voices, beautiful voices, of the women out there. This is Joey G, coming up with ego tripping. You'll see me soon, your host. And wherever I'll be, you'll hear from you'll hear from Big Dumb Mars. We'll make it happen. Love y'all. Like I said,
0: it's blessed to have both you guys in the five-year edit podcast. I do thank you guys for your time and the thought that you came and shared with me on the five years this is going to make the next five years even more special when we get to that point. Um, most importantly, also remember, we, we're not going to always agree with each other, but make sure we still can sit at the same table and still smile and love each other, the same way we did we just had that uh, discriminated five minutes ago. It's not that serious. That, if, if everybody was the same, it would be a boring, boring world. We're not in this business of being boring. And what I what I meant to say, we all jokes aside, is we live in a society, especially in the, in the black society, that we sit here and point fingers at each other for what? We can all come to the table and come up with solutions. That's been has always been a problem with our black community. We sit there, point fingers at each other, and not come up with solutions. True. People argue to, to, to gain solutions, not to see who's right or who's wrong. We need to get that mindset. So we're doing, we keep fighting each other. We're doing the man's work for him. We're, the, we're creating a division for how we respond to each other. So when I, like Joey G said, when I ask females to come on the podcast, I'm not going to come on the podcast to attack you. I'll come on the podcast for you, for you to have a voice on the podcast. It's very easy for us to beat men and talk about why is is uh, female's female's mentality toxic. It's very easy for us to come on the on the, on the screen and say that, but there's a bit female on there as well who can either challenge us on that, or agree with us on that. But keep in mind, if she does agree with agree with us on that, it could be a good chance she get canceled by the entire woman female race, black female race. It's quite possible. But maybe because, she would um, maybe she would be that
2: voice. Maybe she would be that voice
0: to the, be the, the
2: interpreter.
0: The problem, the problem is, the problem is with black women, I'm say it loud and clear. They may be bad at me. Don't say black all. <laughs> Don't say all. Let me tell you something. This is different <laughs> with a black woman. This, this, this this is this is how a black woman becomes a wife for 40 years, or a wife who's just a flash of it's her ability to accept accountability for her actions. Okay, I agree. We live in a world that black women refuse to take accountability for their actions. They will call us, us black men simps. They'll go find another black man, a beta male, who won't call them on their, on a, on, on their um, what they're doing wrong. Not gonna, a beta man's not gonna hold them accountable a baby man's gonna sit there and play PS5 all day long while she making all the money. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you real shit.
2: Ooh.
0: Telling you real shit. The guy, the the responsible the responsible guy who does the right thing, it doesn't matter how much money in his pocket, it's a matter his 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 the man's worth is how he handles his responsibilities. That's the man's true value. It's how he handles his responsibilities. It's not about the money in his pocket. Cause I know motherfuckers who make 20000 dollars a year, but they handle all their responsibilities. I know motherfuckers who make a hundred K a year for dollars a year who don't handle none of their responsibilities. We need to stop looking at the number in the man's pocket and listen when the value that he brings to your life. Stop shooting him down. Stop calling him a simp when he's doing the right thing. Stop calling him boring because he's doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying that's because this because like I said I said this before. This is because you're, you you are, you have more credentials, scholastically. Does not mean you're smarter than him. That doesn't mean he's beneath you. Let's keep that let's keep that clean. Because like I said, getting a college degree is a, is a choice. It's an option. It's not needed for success. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so what else could I say? I want to give a big shout out to David uh, uh, MIA prophecy, I I've spoke Black Rose occasionally. MIA, those those big MIA. Give a Big shout out to Matthew Miranda, Knicks believe Pod, Jacoba Sports Show. Big shout out to Matthew. I want to get him on the show to talk about the uh, big Obi, the Obi Toppin trade, which they pretty much pretty much handed the Obi Toppin to the Pacers. That's another start.
2: We could bring him on for wrestling also.
0: <laughs> we'll do that, too. We'll do that, too. I want to give a big shout-out. Let me give a big shout-out to who am I missing? Oh, big shout out to Kyle Deli. He's been on the podcast with the football with the New York Jets. Um, who else? I can give a big shout Live Neutral, give a big shout-out to him as well. Mom, Mama Life Plus 3, give a big shout-out to her. Cameron, Cameron Cowan um, with, with his show. Big shout out to him! Is a very I watch this podcast very educational, very algorithmic about political political events, current events, and what's going on in the world. His journal podcast is very is excellent. Um, who else? Can I, who else? Can I? Hanif. Give a big shout to Hanif, man! And he, we need him back on the podcast. And I did, I did, I did one. Pod, we did a podcast with him, and he provided great insight. Um, a great, great trumpet player. Um, I know me and Joe know him since middle school. Well, junior high school, whatever you want to call it now. Um, who else can I say? Shout out to Carmine, who's been a female on the podcast. Shout out to uh, Miss Nadia. Um, who else? Who else can I say a big shout out to? Um, my mind is Blake, so I have my phone's down to 15%. <laughs> but on the straight... Oh, we lost Sean, we lost Sean. we to bring him back in. Hold on. Hold on guys. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my shout out here. Oh computer. Computer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely.
0: I, you you're on mute. me take off
1: mute. I think you're on mute. There we go. I was trying to it off and hit the wrong button. Sorry, guys. Technical got you. Got you. Not a problem. A bit, like
0: I said, big shout out. Like I said, big shout out to everybody. All the listeners, all the viewers of the show. Um, we want to expand it more. Um, bringing more content to bring the people together. If, the, if you can't be a true player, if you're not into bringing people together, to come up with exclusions and the common ground. And one of my one of my big wish, my goals, my wish I could have. The Joe G, you with me. You to be with me. I'm gonna say it right now. Doing that trailer yesterday. you know, I missed some episodes of my favorite episodes. And watching our brother Ricky Brown on those, on those, on those episodes. He's he is sorely missed on the True Players podcast. And my dream is to have him back at least by next year. Boom. Ricky, Ricky, where you at, bro? We pray for you. We hope all is well with you. Mental health is, like Mar said, is very important. Something he preached on the show
2: too. Mm-hmm. Some something Rick Brown preached on the show too. He wasn't
0: wrong mm-hmm. about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So mental health is very important. So we got to look out for our people and find out, you know, you know how they're doing. Just reach out to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Say what's up? How you doing? Very, some small shit like that. It can happen. That's my goal to have him back on the show. At least by next year. So we have a real real good party on the 6th year anniversary. That's my dream. Alright? So on that note, subscribe to the True Players Podcast on YouTube. I need more subscribers. I need to get to 100, at least. For now. And then we, we progress more later on. YouTube.com at True Players Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to Patreon. Subscribe to Anchor. Spreaker, where I'm trying to get back on Spreaker's platform as well. Um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts. Um, there's so many podcast platforms I'm on. I'm on SoundCloud as well. And like I said, for Joey G, Mars, it's your man, Big Dom. We're going to sign up on this podcast. Blessings to all of you. We're going to catch you on the next episode. Alright? We're signing off. Do yes. You can never be too cheap
2: up to love.
1: Baby girl.